0: Hey there, true believers, and welcome to episode two of the Marvel Mondays Initiative. Today's topic is, of course, episode two of The Falcon and Winter Soldier, titled The Star-Spangled Man, or I'm not even going to go into it. Let's just continue. (laughs) Go off, King. Oh, man. Uh, So strap in. We got quite a show for you today. Before we get into it, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to give us a like and subscribe to help support us and see more great content, uh, content like our TV and movies-based podcast, The Cross Media Show, which we are currently talking about uh, tomorrow, will be the final episode of uh, Attack on Titan, which...
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, like, I've like. i seen that you guys have the recordings. I haven't watched them yet. Yeah. I'm two episodes away from finishing the entire show.
0: Okay. Well, well okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to continue yep. with that. Yep, yep, yep. Anywho. Um, we also have a video game podcast called the Penultimate Conquest Podcast. Feel free to check that one out. And our anime-centric podcast, Anime Nation, hosted by Ryan. Uh, if you missed out on any of this week's content, which possibly... Impossible, because today's the first, <laughs> first piece of content we're doing this week. Um, feel free to check out our VODs on our website, com, and you can even see the schedule for the rest of the month when I get to it. Well, t- today's the 29th, so like April 1st <laughs> is when I'm going to get to doing the, the schedule, I swear. And that's not an April Fool's joke. I could promise you that. Um, as usual, for those that don't know who I am, my name is Ruben. I am the director of the Penultimate Conquest. Um, today I have with me as my co-host, the Mr. Movie Reviewer himself, Christian Macias. Christian, how are you doing today?
2: Happy unblocking of the Suez Canal Day, everyone.
0: Yeah. Hope you're having a good one. Trade. <laughs> um we also have a couple of guest hosts as you as we usually do on the show. Our first guest this evening is one fourth of the anime podcast, Baka and Co. Or is it Baka and Company? I'm not sure. No,
1: it's it's Baca and Co. Okay. Yeah.
0: I just want to make sure. Uh you might know you might know him from the kind of funny community. Please welcome to the show. Frank Paglisi, aka Oh! I got it right. Oh,
1: you, you got it right. That's on the right. Nose. That's okay, right. I get, I get anything and everything from like Pug, like freaking Snowbike Mike when they did the, like the 20 minutes of reading donations for names. He just called me Pugsley. A lot of people do Poo Puglucy. Like they just add vowels and consonants that don't even exist. Like you nailed it. So Thank you. Thank you. Uh, round of applause to you. We did it.
0: Um, we did it Mm frankenford sorry god damn it eric you screwed me over (laughs) Frankfurter. (laughs) Uh,
1: thank you appreciate it happy to be here hope you guys are having a great day
0: oh yes we are um our second guest is a father a kind of funny best friend a motion designer an aspiring sneakerhead and a gunpla enthusiast now before i introduce who you are I need to know, what the hell is a Gunpla?
3: <laughs> Gunpla is basically just putting together Gundam, the little plastic kits. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Some of them are pretty. Uh, some of them people smash together and make bigger Gunpla kits and others. You can just snap them together.
0: So, okay. Yeah, okay. Pretty easy. All right, cool. Please welcome Travail. Hey. Travail, how you doing? Good, good. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Like I said, you're always welcome. Um
2: when sorry. are we going to go to Tokyo and go look at that big Gundam?
1: Oh,
3: my God. There's so many things that I would do in Japan right now. Tokyo, I would go to that hidden, not-so-hidden uh, garage where all the the tuners meet up um, and go see the Evangelion Museum thing that they got going on. Like, oh,
2: God.
1: Yeah. Is it a a pop-up museum for even? No, it's, it's a, it's a
3: solid thing. Um, And then I think, were they making like a Gundam or not a Gundam and Eva uh, theme park or something like that. I don't know. Either way they have statues everywhere of pretty awesome mechs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My, my worry is that, yeah, it might look like a Gundam, but like, what if that's their top secret, Army project, and they're just planning to take over the world. <laughs> I'm worried, guys.
3: I would welcome it.
0: Okay, all right, that's fair.
3: That's a fair. world with more and oh, just good food, everything. Okay. Wonderful people. Just okay, give
0: it to me. So, before we get into the plot synopsis, we have a tradition here that we ask each of our guests which their favorite Marvel movie. And their favorite Marvel character are we're gonna st- start with frank frank what do you what do you have
1: so Marvel movie I'd have to say, guardians of the galaxies, the first one, okay, definitely my favorite just because of like so to kind of give my background on Marvel and everything kind of comics like I'm more of a casual goer than I am, like the hardcore I read comics every week, day to day or whatever um or i guess it would be month to month but um i like to me i'd never heard of guardians of the galaxy before i did a lot of research after the movie and everything and figured out what it was but um that movie was so out of left field for me that i just i was like this is just the best thing since sliced bread like I, I need more of this and to me guardians was just such a fun movie. It was nothing to me that uh, Marvel had done with their universe quite yet. Like they hadn't made it as goofy or fun like they had for any of their other movies. So I decided like, or that, that to me is my favorite movie, favorite character. On the other hand, um, <clears throat> I definitely have to go with Tom Holland Spider-Man like they've absolutely nailed spider-man with tom holland like they i i love andrew garfield he did great toby Maguire, you did know that's did? our childhood i mean wow he did fine he did fine toby Maguire was our childhood whether you like it or not like it, it was so but like to us get tom holland like fill those shoes and like perform so well like i think he's I mean, the best one, but if I had to pick a backup, I would definitely say Doctor Strange because that was another movie to me that came out of, like, left field that I really enjoyed more than I ever thought I would, and um, just that character is a lot of fun and very intriguing.
0: Okay. Cool. Solid picks. Yeah, solid picks. Travail, favorite Marvel movie and favorite Marvel character? Man, Uh, based on my past listens of this podcast,
3: you'll probably love or hate this one, which is uh, Winter Soldier. I like it because it was a definite um, change of pace and tone in Marvel movies, Um, because I think it was just after that hump where a lot of people were kind of like, I don't really know if I could keep going on this path for like 10, 15 more years of like superheroes, yay, rah, rah, Um, where it introduced some espionage um some serious stuff um and yeah i just enjoyed pretty much every minute of it all the action sequences were probably some of the best in the entire set of marvel movies um and also reminded me a lot of the born trilogy or the born set of movies um, because I think those, as far as like action sequences and fight sequences, are probably some of the best filmed ever. Um, and then, as far as characters go, this guy on my side of the camera—I don't know—I can't point that way. Uh, black Panther uh, is definitely up there uh, because just I don't know having Black Future Futurism on display and um, a king, not just a, a billion billionaire playboy philanthropist. Boy, American Boy Scout, um, you know, the, the sort of run of the mill uh, cookie cutter type superheroes. You have a king who's got his own country, you know, uh, a country that's been pillaged and all that kind of stuff, and it has a pretty awesome background. So,
0: yeah, that's okay. my okay. Very good answers.
2: Black Panther was so fun to watch in theaters. It really was. Like I, I felt like it the love really of everyone in that theater when I went to go watch it.
0: It was
1: a lot. That, of fun. that was the first movie date my girlfriend and I went on, and we've been dating for a little over three years now. So that was that. That movie will also hold a special heart in my place because that was such a good movie for that, but also like for that reason alone too.
0: Okay, definitely. Cool. Um, I also have one more question I forgot to ask: Captain America or Iron Man? Where do you side? Where do you stand?
1: Like Civil War wise uh Civil War wise. Captain America. Okay.
0: Captain America for sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Captain America. Okay. Good. That's right. Um, yeah. This is the right <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That was a
1: test. You both
0: passed, okay? Because if it was Iron Man, I'm sorry, we're going to have to kick you off the show. But like he makes good points though. He does make good points and the, the, that's definitely I'm not taking away from uh Cap uh, sorry, Iron Man. It's like you said, I think it was you, Christian, that said rewatching that movie, you have a different stance on it every time, I guess. Yeah, you could have a different yeah. So I I I see what you're saying, but most of the time I'm sticking with cap. But sure. Yeah.
1: Of course. It's like flavor of the day. What are you feeling today?
0: Exactly. So we're gonna get into the uh plot synopsis. Before we do
2: that, Ruben, I
0: needed full
2: disclosure for everyone here. I went to go look up Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two just so that I can get like some like information up about like directors and choreographers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And and, uh, the first thing that popped up on my Google search that I had already searched before was Falcon and Winter Soldier kissing. So that is where I'm at with the show. Oh no! Um, I would love more homoerotic themes. Present in it, and I hope we get more of that moving forward. Well, let's go, let's do it.
3: Okay, yeah, I'm all for it. okay, let's, let's throw some more love
0: that. into the I mix. Would... <laughs> Sorry, uh, Travail, let's go with you first, and then we'll go to Frank. I was just saying, let's
3: I'm all for it, let's throw some more love into the mix, you know, because there's already, yeah, why not they have that chemistry already on the screen, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but. Um, I very much enjoyed their their banter back and forth, or I guess their initial arguments, but I'll I'll leave it at that for now.
0: Okay. Frank?
1: Yeah, um, definitely a more solid episode than episode one. Like episode one was a lot of world building and like time period, like, hey, this is what's going on. And then this episode, it's like, okay, here's, we're going to jump into the plot of it. Like this is, it, to me, it was a lot better than episode one, really enjoyed it. And we can get more into that later but really enjoyed this a lot more than episode one okay cool
0: christian do you have anything
2: to add no yeah F- frank's 100 right this this oh my god i was not expecting to love this show as much as i do there's like it is textually rich beyond any of my expectations
0: i love it good good um i this episode i had kind of seen it happening before it happened if that makes sense I I thought there were places that this episode went uh, that I kind of figured it would go. But then there were also places that this episode went where I was like, oh, shit. okay, cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the plot. John Walker appears on Good Morning America as Captain America or Frank. What's your uh, (laughs) –
1: Um, my my story notes for this uh, this entire episode: it, the new Captain America's name is Fuckface McGee.
0: Okay, so we're continuing with that Fuckface okay. McGee. This is this
2: is my cue to just jump in for a second. Go ahead. Because yes, I 100% agree with Frank. This guy's a piece of shit. However, that opening scene where he's talk like in the locker and, and or in the locker room, and he's having a heart to heart with his buddy. I I I can see where he's at. Like I'm like the the show wants me to empathize with him, and I can see oh, yeah. what it's trying to do. And like I almost bought into it. I was like fuck, maybe I kind of like agree with him. Like the job is tough, and then very
0: quickly, yeah, he turns into a piece of shit. So, so yes, uh, yeah. McGee, Christian, I I see what you're saying, but like. This guy is trying to take over as Captain America. Like he's not even a super soldier, bro. Like, what are you doing? Bro? We don't know that.
2: Come on, we we have like footage of him like throwing the shield, and like apparently the military has been grooming him for a while. Like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, I feel but like maybe like, there might be some super soldier serum in him. I would. Expect, I, would I, yeah. I will say,
1: and I just posted. I just posted the photo in our um, kind of the podcast questions for here. Um, he's very reminiscent to the old man from Up. Looking when he has that <laughs> oh, <on>. That's perfect. <laughs> like he just does not look the part. Like it just, it's like, oh no! I once you un- once you see it, you can't unsee, unsee it. it. Like he just looks like the old man from Up. Yeah. But is um, it,
2: hmm? is it the chin? Yeah. It's yeah. The chin. It's definitely the chin. It's definitely yeah. the chin.
3: His nose, his ears, like his entire face. Just <laughs> is, I don't know. Maybe I would be nicer to this man if he wasn't the replacement of this, the quote-unquote replacement of Captain America. Like, yeah, just everything about his face looks like the old man from Up.
1: Like, I I wanted to give him a chance, and, like, we'll get into it later. But, like, he just, by the end of it, just doesn't give you the chance. You're just like, no, 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 I'm over this guy. Get yeah, him out. yep.
0: It's... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but, like, I'm a huge Captain America fan. Like, give me a second. What? Like... Like, come on, like, like, <laughs> fucking come on, guys. Like.
2: Is that a Jonathan Walker shield?
0: That is a Johnny Walker How shield. How dare you, sir? How fucking I'm just dare kidding. you? <laughs> so, like, this guy pissed me off from the beginning. The minute we saw his face and this new Captain America outfit in episode one at the end of episode one i was like no it's not happening i don't i don't want this shit let's go get rid of him nobody nobody asked for this you Uh, gotta
2: get mad at the government man
0: yeah Uh, well i'm very upset with them we're gonna get into that real quick um so uh john walker appears on good morning america as fuckface mcgee revealing that uh, revealing his desire to live up to steve Rogers' mantle No, Steve Rogers wanted one thing and it was, it was Sam taking up the mantle because that's, uh, Bucky says it in, in the, um, later in the episode where like, he just says, Steve wanted you to live up to his, uh, I forgot the line. Fuck. It's basically yeah. Steve. Steve thought you were a specific person, and he wanted you to live up to being that specific person. So if you're not that person, like what is Bucky? Which hit me real fucking hard. Like I got into, I got really sad for a second when I was like, "Fuck, I feel bad for Bucky." But
2: you're talking about the moment when they're um, with the uh, therapist. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That was that was a very great moment.
1: Yeah. That was that was probably my favorite scene of this episode. Like I could not stop laughing. Yeah. At all. It yeah. was so funny. I re- And then it just hits you real hard just like at that line It's like, "Oh. Okay." Yeah.
0: I I see Sam's side of it where he doesn't realize. Uh, guys, I'm all over the place with this episode. I'm sorry, but there's a yeah, lot. I'm of, to look at where we're at. There's here. a <laughs> lot of feelings right now.
1: <laughs> like, it's like you want to just hop in and talk about the end, but you're like, okay, hold on, we got to do the recap real quick. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what it is, and I, I just, I, I'm gonna hold it off. I'm gonna hold it off, and when we get there, we'll get there. Um. Sam and w- Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes struggle to work together as Barnes expresses disapproval in Wilson's decision to surrender Rogers' Rogers' shield. They travel to Munich and find the Flag Smashers smuggling medicine. Wilson identifies a possible hostage, who is revealed to be the group's leader, Carly Morgenthau. I'm going s- I'm pretty sure. Yes. That's her name. Perfect. Okay. Morgan. I don't
2: know how you guys feel about this, but like, I fucking love this. That the Flag Smashers are not this like supposedly like Antifa group that we thought was gonna be in episode one, but like probably like morally questionable, like kind of the good guys, they're like taking medicine to um I think it was refugees or other or, or just like this like other community. Which is like leads me to believe that maybe at some point Sam and, and Bucky might like quote unquote turn and like help the flag smashers. Because right now it seems like the antagonist is the actual government and and Walker, not the not the flag smashers. Yeah. Who are delivering medicine.
0: Yeah. I had seen that uh, uh, where she's like, yeah, the, what is it, the GRC is focusing on the people that mm-hmm. came back, but what about the people that were here this whole time? Like, we're just getting, essentially getting fucked, which Absolutely. I never really thought about. I figured, that like, they would have lived on, but, you know, obviously, I, I can't con- begin to fathom what a snap would do to a person. Um. But yeah, that was. It's a very interesting way to pivot, uh, uh, quote unquote enemy. I, I do like that.
1: Any yeah, thoughts? And one, thing I, one thing I do want to note is that I actually not like talking about it now. Again, me being me and like thinking like chess, ten moves ahead or something like that. I actually thought the medicine was like the stuff that makes people super soldiers because um. in one of the later scenes. They said, oh, shoot, they found us the power... Like, they mentioned the power broker. And that's... I'm like, okay, so that's who they got the medicine from or stole the medicine from or they stole the power from. So I was thinking, is it actually medicine or is it the actual... Um, I, I thought the power
2: brokers were the ones that they're running away from. Right, other because
1: they stole, the, they stole the medicine from them. Oh, so yes. I was thinking, right. I was thinking okay, is it, the actual, is it actually medicine or is it like the power serum or whatever that makes them into super soldiers.
0: Well, to be fair so I, uh, on the, sorry yeah. to cut you off, but uh, to be no, fair,
1: saying, yeah, go for it. Sorry.
0: To be fair, the, uh, the label I saw just said vaccines. I didn't see it's a medicine. So you could be right. It's Moderna. Oh no.
1: <laughs> I get my first one tomorrow, but anywho. I was guessing Johnson and Johnson, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> look like
0: one shot. Yeah. You just see the Johnson and Johnson on the side of the truck.
1: Oh my right. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh boy.
0: Um, I would I would have to say just that just
3: a backstep or, or add a little bit to that group is like the the idea that when you see them in their hand to hand with the fugly Captain America and and his buddy um and after that in the, um, or was that before that in the safe house where they go and they get handed that questionable food that's in the containers. And the dude's like, Hey, we got bunk beds for you. And they seem super excited to be in a place that feels stable. That to me spoke pretty loudly because they, they very much seem like an underground grassroots type.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, and also sort of the fear in, um, Carly's eyes, like, didn't she didn't know what she was walking into um whether it would be you know supporters or that group that they're running from is like a surprise and then they all get locked up um especially having that kind of fear and also possibly being a super soldier like if i was a super soldier i'd walk in any room i'd be fine you could jump me if you want i'd take all five of you whatever Yeah. Um, but yeah, she seemed genuinely concerned for herself and her group, um, and I thought that that spoke pretty pretty loudly as far as that scene goes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, the old the old man that takes him in is like so nice and so nervous and just like I, I'll do anything for yeah. you. Thank you. His he his had coffee. He too.
3: had yeah food prepared in the little tupper with the cute the little old, tupperware old things nine, and internet with four yeah. different four different screens for them to. Cruise the internet and, and, you know, TikTok and all that stuff.
0: It's fun. Pretty, that's exactly what they were doing. They were cruising TikTok. They were checking to see what's what's up to date on TikTok. Definitely. <laughs> uh, the Flag Smashers with enhanced abilities quickly overpowered Barnes and Wilson until Walker and Lamar Hoskins come to their aid. Though the Flag Smashers escape. Now... Christian, you had said that we don't know for sure that um fuckface McGee does is not a super soldier. Is that correct? I did say that, yes. I feel like if he was a super soldier, he wouldn't really need uh, Lamar to back him up. Like it feels like it's a more of a Captain America duo than it is just one person. I think
2: I think that's there just to like show how antiquated that like High, like, racial hierarchy is, and, and like with Walker and, and, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Patriot something? Um, uh,
3: Battlestar, I think it was. Battlestar,
2: yes, thank you. Um, where like that, it just feels like, like he has that line, uh, where he wants like Sam, like, oh, uh, you're here to back me up, and, and like, that's obviously not the case. That's not why Sam and, and, and Steve, while well, that, that dynamic worked. Um, yeah, that, that's the only reason i can think of
0: okay uh do we have anything else to say about this fight which was pretty funny
1: i i labeled the scene tag team wrestling on top of trucks (laughs) because that's essentially what it was yep um but no it was it was well choreographed i really enjoyed it it um one of the better fight scenes of the the entire episode so yeah no it was good okay
3: I'd agree with that as far as um, it actually felt like there were, not like necessarily that there were stakes involved because you didn't really know it was like in the truck Mm -hmm. other than um, somebody who was kidnapped, I guess. Um, But a lot of the, I think what's been really cool to see is um, Sam having acrobatics (laughs) when it comes to like... Jumping off of something and flipping and then his little wings like pop out and he goes flying. Um, And then what was really awesome was seeing Bucky use his arm basically to like hold on for dear life. And again, that banter and that chemistry between those two, um, even in that scene when Bucky's hanging underneath the truck and Sam's just like flying and joking. Um, And it just it felt so good. I don't know. their, Their chemistry feels so good.
1: Yes, yeah, basically. I feel like because they've been in like a movie or two together. I mean, even at least on set with another, like each other, like they have that kind of built up already mentality of like, hey, we've been we've been through this. Like, we can we can do this easy for a TV show. But mm-hmm. the one other call out I forgot to say about this scene was. It was so freaking awesome. Like this is the one positive I will say about Captain America when he threw his shield to save his buddy on like the concrete. Yeah. That was awesome. That was pretty freaking cool. That was pretty badass. And the
3: cheesy smile on his buddy's face. He's like, "Thanks, dude." Like, it was Captain crazy. America was yeah. so hard because it was just such cheese, but it was it was great. I
0: agree. My only problem with that was like he- you were screwed at uh, the moment you threw your shield. You were screwed. There was no way that you were f- finishing that fight and winning. Right. But kind of, that's kind of a Captain America thing to do. Yeah, but uh, Steve Rogers would have been able to take out at least a couple guys. You know. Mm-hmm. Christian, do you I, I do want
2: to. Yeah, I want to add one quick thing to. Uh, for me, like what the like the MCU does so well is show off these character moments, and what I've enjoyed so much about these TV series is that we're getting like deep dives into like character studies um for what this fight scene did it was like translate the the chemistry that bucky and sam have and the dichotomy between like the new captain america and then showing that in the action and the ways that like they didn't want to help each other out but the way they had to do it um and that was fun for me and that was what made the the fight scene so exciting okay
0: checking to see where i am at. uh walker and hoskins uh requests by, uh, barnes and wilson join them in aiding the global repatriation repra- uh, repatriation council grc to squash the ongoing violent post blip revolutions but they refuse which come on i i would also refuse like nobody wants to work with these yeah. two that sounded kind of mm. icky yeah i don't know yeah to put a, a i i have small children,
3: so I probably will use like very small words in this podcast um but yeah like the global repatriation initiative like are we colonialists now or are we like making sure that we round up all the bad actors and all this other stuff like it was just
0: it was gross yeah
2: reminds me of the like the t r c and uh, in africa right the truth and- Re-
0: truth and reconciliation committee yeah. Meanwhile, Morgenthau receives a threatening text from an unknown number. Oh, I wonder who it could be. Trav- what was the text on there? I can't remember. Sorry. Uh, Let me double check. Let me see if I could pull it up.
1: Uh, hold on. I know
3: that doesn't
0: make for good podcasting to make you. No,
1: that's okay. Up. That's okay. Well, while he looked that up, um, yeah. Have we already gone past the the scene where they're in? Like, we're talking about when they're in the jeep, correct? Like when they're in the jeep trying to like drive. Well, that, yeah, miles. that was
0: that was before. Uh, that okay. Last so the
1: one the one thing that really stuck out to me on this scene is that, and this is where I think everybody has their like everybody that's already been an Avenger, you know, pre new cap has a problem with cap is the fact that um falcon points out like he's like yeah that's that's the problem though is the quote by my side like this is a new captain america and if they want to like if captain america wants them quote by his side they need to like build rapport they need to build trust they need to make sure that like they need to get to know one another like they these other characters have already done which they haven't. I mean, he just kind of came in. He's like, I am Captain America. I can do no wrong. Oh, you're going to follow me. You're going to do this. You're going to be by my side. It's like, no, 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 no. You're the newbie. You haven't proven yourself yet. Like, do something with us first. To help us out and stop being a jack wagon. And then, then we maybe talk about that. But, yeah, I mean, Steve just had that kind of, like, commanding power that by my side wasn't terrible. But, like, this new guy is just like, no, no, no. This is not not good at all. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like what you said. Like you, you're the new guy; you should be following my lead because I mm-hmm. know what I'm doing, and you just got this is your first day on the job. Essentially, like come right. f- come fuck down, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I don't
3: bro. think yeah. in all of MCU history I have want to hit somebody so hard. Yeah, in a scene like. When he said that, and when he that little smug look on his face, I was like, "Oh, dude!" Well, like, for me, there's was- there's going to be an awesome throwdown in this, or should be an awesome throwdown in this series between the two um, duos, and yeah, I can't wait until that
1: happens. You see, I, I- think it'll be like a reverse uh, Iron Man, like Bucky and Captain America fight scene. Like, oh man, I cannot wait.
0: Frank, you're we're on the same wavelength here. I'm really hoping that's what it is. Did, uh,
2: did you guys see that the actor who plays John Walker originally um, auditioned for the role of Captain America?
0: No. Oh, no, I did not see that. that
1: oh, like that's funny. funny. I, I could not imagine him there. as Captain America for no, like no. the entire – no, nah, and no.
0: And now everyone hates him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I got the uh, text. It says, you took what was mine. I'm going to find you and kill you. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Who could it be?
1: Any thoughts? So this This is the message Carly got, correct? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, yeah. My first thought was Zemo, but Mm -hmm. then there was that other group that they talked about running from
0: um, that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. I believe it was Power Breakers. Yeah. Power Power Broker. Yeah, there you go.
3: So I mean that that could be it, and then Zemo shows up later. But yeah,
0: yeah, it's a, a very weird text. Like first off, how the hell did you get my number? <laughs> I'm on the run, and <laughs> you found my burner phone number. Like I should be very careful what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I that was a very weird scene for me. I, I oh shit, hold on. I don't
2: even remember the text, to be honest. I was probably writing. Yeah, it nice.
0: was that mundane that I c- completely forgot about what th- th- that was, what was happening. Yeah, it was.
2: This happens in the room, correct? When, yes. Uh, with,
1: yeah. I thought okay. this was on the, the runway. I thought they were on the the runway, like escaping with the medicine.
0: No, this was uh, when he, she gets into the, the uh, house that the guy is like, oh, here you go. I got oh, some Oh, you're right. You're yeah.
1: right. You're right. You're right.
0: Once she gets into her room that she's going to be sleeping in, I guess. That's what happens.
3: And that for me made it click when I was like, oh, okay. That's why she seemed pretty like sketch about the whole, um, Airbnb for, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. super villains. revolutionaries type thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, let me continue with this traveling to Baltimore. Barnes introduces Isaiah. Uh, Sorry. Barnes introduces to. Barnes introduces Wilson to Isaiah Bradley, a veteran super soldier who fought Barnes in the Korean War, which fucking mind blown. This -hmm. this whole interaction. I was like, holy shit. They're still fucking doing this to people. That's crazy. I uh, just assumed that Cap was the one and only, you know. I don't know why I assumed that, but that's what was projected to us that Cap was the only super soldier that the USA had. Uh, anybody have any thoughts on this? I know this was a bit of a stress, stressor for this episode, I guess. Christian.
2: Oh, going straight to me. Yeah. No, I saw online um, and I, I had remembered like a little bit about it in history class. But I think I think the supposed callback here to like real to real life is the uh, the government tests that mm-hmm. they did on the black community, injecting them with like syphilis, um, which I think is supposed to be the the parallel here to what they're doing in the MCU. But it's very fucked in the context of the MCU for uh, for us to have a black Captain America that was never like shown to the public and then very like quickly like hush hushed and like forced and like there's no kind of repatriation, I guess, mm-hmm. for him. He's just, like, in this, like, a neighborhood that, that isn't the greatest and he doesn't seem to be getting any kind of care. So, it, yeah, it's it's extremely shitty.
1: Travail? Yeah, like... It- oh, sorry, free. Give me a second. Oh, no, 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 that's, that's fine. It's fine. Okay.
3: Um, that also made me think a lot about the... Um, one of my favorite groups that I just learned about... well, not just learned about a couple of years ago when... Um, um what is the what is the the counterpart to Call of Duty as far as the shooters go? Battlefield. Um, Battlefield. Battlefield, yes. No. So when Battlefield came out um with their different storylines of World War One Um and the Harlem Hellfighters, that it reminded me very much of that because as far as the Harlem Hellfighters go, for anybody that doesn't know, um, it was basically an all black regiment in the army. The army, U.S. Army did not want them, and so they shipped them over to France. And the French trained them up, put them on the battlefield, and they became some of the most feared combatants on the battlefield. Like, even the Germans had, like, the highest respect for them and actually nicknamed them the Har- Harlem Hellfighters. Or the, Har- the Hellfighters, sorry. Um, and so this kind of felt like that, where Isaiah was essentially, given these tools to be able to fight a war, but then was shelved and was also um, sort of a pariah in his own in his own homeland, um, the homeland that he was fighting for, um, which I mean that the the history of people of color, uh, marginalized people fighting for the United States and not getting their due until decades later is
1: is
0: long but yeah yeah Frank.
1: Yeah. Um. The one thing that I want to go back to, uh, was the neighborhood part. Mm. Like that whole like. It, so to begin with, and it was one of those things that I noticed randomly. Um, in the background is that there are like homeless camps everywhere in the background. Like it's it's not just like this isn't like the best of neighborhoods. Like this is like the worst of the worst. Like and he like has been long forgotten, and it's it's fucked up what it is like that's putting it nicely Um, I hope I actually really really hope that it plays out kind of like that this guy like Isaiah comes back in a way in which he does get some spotlight he does get his moment and he does kind of I mean to me perfect perfect Falcon Winter Soldier ending fucking Isaiah comes out of nowhere kicks the shit out of fucking new Captain America and gives the shield back to Falcon like perfect ending right there but um no i i really hope that he gets his moment because like it's it's just fucked up what his country has done to him so yeah um but overall like it's it's just really interesting to see and like just what kind of like the government in the mcu like how bad it's gotten especially post blip, you would think that like post blip, they would be trying to help everybody and like recruit anybody who could help out. But I mean, I guess Isaiah is pretty dang old. So maybe they would think like, Oh, he's too old to help, but he still got it. He fucking threw that tin can through the freaking wall. (laughs) Like it was nothing. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, no, I'm hoping to see more of Isaiah later on in the, in the season. So I hope he gets his, his due. Same here.
0: Christian, you had something else.
1: Yeah, that was his grandson that opened the door. Is that correct?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I believe so. Did you guys see? There was like some scuttlebutt online about um, supposedly like the super soldier serum from Isaiah had genetically passed on to his grandson, oh. um, and they're setting his grandson uh, grandson up to be like in a, a supposed like young Avengers, similar to like yeah. Rambo, how Rambo got powers in Wanda.
1: I had only like very like surface level saw that this show might be the setup for Young Avengers. I didn't really read too much into it because I, I just, I didn't, but yeah, I saw that. And now that you say that, like that makes perfect sense. Like he would be the perfect character to like start that up or help out. I think that'd be so cool. Huh? Yeah.
0: That, oh yeah. That would be, be pretty, pretty cool.
1: Annoying.
0: Yeah. Mm. Oh man. I'm excited. <laughs> Bradley refuses to help them and cover information about additional super soldier serums due to being imprisoned and experimented on by the U.S. government and Hydra for 30 years. Jesus. As the two argue over him keeping the existence of an African-American super soldier a secret, Barnes is arrested for missing a therapy appointment. Which, like, come on. Dude. Treville? this is who I wanted to
2: punch in the face, this fucking cop oh like racially profiled sam and then like props to the showrunners for like uh not just like portraying the cop but also bucky who like is also like susceptible to that ignorance he doesn't like understand like what sam has to go through he says to sam like oh no just hand him your id and it's like no dude like for For what you don't have to at all for what yeah Yeah. exactly
0: yeah
2: which is that whole scene i thought was great
0: now if i recall correctly Bucky had his, uh, like, the shoulder, the uh, arm sleeve ripped off of his jacket. Am I wrong? No? Okay. All right. That makes All more right. sense. I don't think so. so in that scene. I, know, I know he
1: rips. Go ahead. I was going to say, I know he rips it off for the, like, jumping out of the plane scene. But yeah, that's yeah. Better. Okay. All right.
3: And maybe he just travels with, like, five or six jackets. What's and this? it's just like... <laughs>
0: that jacket looks fucking great okay it's got like a perforated sleeve it just like really and it was clean off too like and that wasn't even his his metal arm which was that's probably what he was doing he was like he was doing
3: cameo uh you know getting 50 bucks here and there to rip off a sleeve at parties (laughs) you know everybody loved it
0: yeah probably probably
3: But as far as that scene goes, um, man, so many layers there um, as far as like when they first left the house and Sam was like, dude, like you didn't tell your best friend about that there was another one like him. Like that could have, you could have helped so many people. Um, And Bucky saying what I thought, um, but going back to the whole like well-meaning people who accidentally do something bad to (laughs) to uh marginalized people he was like oh yeah i I mean like the government had treated him like shit for so long i didn't think he wanted to be hurt anymore and so you know this is me paraphrasing and so i just kind of like let him stay in the dark basically yeah um or let him fade away into anonymity um and that was one of those things where it's like heartbreaking it's like okay i understand that you had a good heart bucky but at the same time like the world would have been helped a lot more um, if you would have like stood out and said, "Hey, this is what happened," like imagine what Black Panther would have actually looked like if um there was another Black superhero well before that, yeah. that had popped up um, besides Sam, you know, like so, um, and then the and then the whole thing with the cops showing up, um, yeah, it's definitely one of those things where um, like honestly, I don't know, I, I thought it was good that the MCU introduced this. Um, I think that as far as this one scenario about the cop stopping him, I've kind of seen that in a few other shows in the past year. Um, And Mm -hmm. so it felt a little bit more like low-hanging fruit um, than something. Like, I think the whole Isaiah thing was genius. Um, But then, like, the cop thing kind of felt like one or the other idea came before the other. And they were just like, ah, well, we're still we're here in this neighborhood. Let's just put this together right now. Um, and so I didn't I didn't love that scene as far as like portraying um, further putting the the an extra nail in that coffin of um, racism and systematic oppression and things like that. But I mean, I could I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm often wrong as far as uh, opinions go on these things, but.
0: No, I mean I get what what you're saying. I I could see both sides of it. I I think it was I I guess good how they turned it on its head, if that makes sense, where the cop was like, "Yeah, I'm Thank sorry. We got to take you in, Mr. Barnes." But yeah, I I see what you're saying. It it didn't have to happen, but, you know, it happened. Yeah.
1: They probably could have thought of a better transition into th- group therapy, but like, yeah.
3: This is what they stuck group with. therapy. Can we can we get to that part Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm right, right, oh, there. No, I'm I'm so right ready. there. I'm, right I'm there. so next ready. Next scene, yeah? Yeah, next yeah, scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Barnes is released on bail after Walker and Hoskins intervene, though he and Wilson are first forced to take a therapy session with Barnes' therapist. And you said group therapy. It's not really a group if it's two. So this is couples therapy, all right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i meant to say couples i even have it in my notes it says couples therapy
0: and honestly i was hoping that this whole uh show at least had well each episode at least had a couples therapy session just to like go over what they've gone through like each episode if that makes kind of sense i i just this was really great i love this christian do you have anything you want to add
2: yeah i mean i wrote my notes um my first thing is homoerotic undertones, baby. Let's go, because oh, no. um, it was great. I mean, I mean, it, it works on two levels. Because when you're getting the comedy aspect that we like know and love from the MCU, because those those two again, we've we've I've said it time and time again. Like that chemistry is like unreal. It's so good. But then, as Ruben pointed out, we get that like poignant scene where Bucky's like actually opens up and he says, "If you know, if Cap was wrong about you, then." Maybe he was wrong about me. And, and it, when it hits, it hits hard. So I, what a great scene.
0: Yeah. Travelle?
3: Oh, man. Talks- um, again, so many levels. As a person who, uh, I'll just be for, has recently started going to therapy as of, like, October, the end of October, um, when, when she was like, all right, you two need to sit next to each other and look each other in the eye and talk, um, that was one of those things where my, my therapist was just like, you know what, you and your wife, if you guys need to sit and talk and look each other in the eye and hash some stuff out. And that was one of those things where I was just like, oh, oh, man, like having to put having to put like having a review over sh- uh, one person's shitty behavior and how the other person also had shitty behavior and like trying to get over that um and also getting over just feeling shitty yourself i guess sometimes um with bucky and like his fears and stuff like that so when he talked about cap possibly seeing him as or he he felt like he was worthless without cap in in some ways um and that like that hit real hard um as as frank was saying but yeah, that's that's my thoughts.
0: <laughs> okay. Frank, anything you wanted?
1: So oh, my my uh three notes for this were couples therapy, soul gazing laughs because my god, when they first start this the quote soul gazing, oh. they they everything has to be a competition. Everything. Uh-huh. So they go into the no like the blinking contest. Like to me that is just like you children settle down please for the (laughs) love of god settle down and then the the last note was like the truth bucky wants his friend to be right like Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to have doubt in this guy who is so well revered not just in his eyes but everybody's eyes so if he's wrong about the next captain america who should take up his mantle maybe he's been wrong about him the entire time so like not to bring up anime but like this is like totally something straight out of like Gurren Lagann like believe in the me that believes in you like believe in the Kamina that believes in you like I don't know if any of y'all have seen Gurren Lagann if not fantastic show really campy it's fantastic yes god damn it I love it um but like it's it's yeah it's it's very like it's a Light-hearted, fun scene. You're like, oh, we're in couples therapy. It's two men. They're getting really close. Their like legs are interlocked yeah. with each other. Their like knees are nearly touching each other's junk. Like, it goes from really funny and hearty, like a light-hearted scene, to this just like, oh shit, the real truth comes out. Like, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, this to me was the best scene of the the episode because it gave such. Insight and thought process as to why people are like, why at least Bucky is doing everything he's doing.
0: Yeah. Christian.
2: Yeah. One more thing to add. Cause Frank brings up a lot of good points. Um, I think uh, I almost forgot to mention Sam um, when he brings up basically what is his imposter syndrome for why he didn't want to take on the mantle as Captain America. And that to me just reinforces why he should be the one to be the new Captain America. Versus like this gung ho asshole Jonathan Walker dude who like it seems like he's gonna break like I mean w- the next scene when he comes in with that beard and just like dude this guy is not looking good he's just like taunting himself around I don't like that difference just tells me everything about where Sam is and where
1: Walker is
0: yeah
1: um real quick one last one last note on that go because ahead. this kind of goes back to a very a question you asked me in the beginning team captain. Team Iron Man. Right now, the new Captain America is more so Team Iron Man because he is Mr. Government. He is, I am hired by the government. I work for the government. And Captain America was not that at all. It was like, no, no, no. Like, fr- we need our freedom. We need to do what we need to do. Yeah. Not like be told what to do. Correct.
0: Um, I got a couple more lines here and then we'll get into some other stuff. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Walker and Hoskins, uh, again, ask Barnes and Wilson to work with them, but they refuse once again, disgruntled Walker warns a dude to stay out of their way, which again, you're the new kid on the block. Don't threaten the guys that have gone through some shit together. <laughs> right. Like, Oh God, I just wanted to punch him in the face, but uh, I'm going to Christian. Yeah. Yes. What? Anything you want to talk about this uh, here? About Walker? Yeah, because I wrote down two notes here. Okay.
2: Because I wrote down uh, and they and they go together. So one is Captain America, the establishment slash government organization skeptic was king shit. I think we we can all agree there. Captain America, the arrogant cop boy, is fucking lame. And uh,
0: those are, those are my notes there. Okay. Travail, anything you want to add here?
3: Uh so many notes. Um one having just recently fallen in love with the boys on amazon prime um when he was messing around that that silly little smile that i want to smack off his little face um when he was messing with the siren and the lights he's like hey guys like all playful and i was just like oh dude oh dude (laughs) read the room yeah exactly um yeah just being in a police station too was also another one of those things where i was just like is is sam um going to get like i don't know get harassed on his way out of the police station um that was another one of those weird sort of itches in the back of my brain um and then going back to what frank was talking about as far as like cap uh iron man versus captain america is like um you know one of those lines that that they paraded throughout the trailers before the movie premiered was basically um Iron Man telling Captain America to like join up or get out of the way um and that was literally what he said um eventually once he once he tried playing the good guy um and handing out the olive branch the olive branch with thorns on it um and he was just like you know we'll be cool as long as you you play with me um and that was kind of, I think that was like the last line he said before he walked away. Yeah. Uh, and that to me was just like that. If we already didn't hate him before, that was the writers like throwing in that one last line for us to be like, all right, there's no redeeming quality in this man. It's time to smash his face.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Frank, any thoughts on this?
1: Uh, two notes. One. One. Great, fuck fe- uh, face McGee is back, and two a threat from Fuckface face McGee. So, uh, like this, I I really just don't like this guy. Like from not only like you. Could, okay, I understand you can look a certain way. It is you're born with a face, but man, he's born with a punchable face. Yep. <laughs> like holy crap. Um, but yeah, just like I I will give the actor kudos and credits. Like you, he nails. The character he's supposed to be. He does such a good job at being such an asshole of a Captain America. And I I, like props to him. Props to him, but fuck his character.
2: (laughs) I feel bad for him for whatever next role he's going to try to get.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, real quick, I'll I'll pose the question. Do you feel bad for him for the next role he gets? Or do you feel worse for Joffrey, for the next role that Joffrey gets from Game oh, I, of Thrones. Oh
0: man, I feel like people have already forgotten about Joffrey.
1: Oh, he's still acting. Forget. I
0: don't. Know, uh, probably. Probably. I. Don't, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I would say. I, I feel bad for Joffrey though. Like Joffrey was a real dick. Like wow, the he worst was of the worst.
1: He was good. He was like, good. Yeah,
0: had, definitely.
1: I think out you want to too. kill that kid.
0: What was mm-hmm. that, Treville?
3: So, f- f- uh, finishing the series, you had Bolton that shows up and make, creates Reek, essentially, um, and is, like, a rapist and six people, six dogs on people. Like, Joffrey, oh, yeah. I feel like Joffrey, if he would have saw half of the things that Bolton did, Ramsey did, um, he would have thrown up. He would have, like,
0: hit he somewhere. A, he would have had an issue know. for
3: it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Ramsey, like Ramsey, was born in that nonsense. Like, dude was messed up from the beginning.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. But that's anyways, okay. Sorry. that's okay. He's done one more thing after Game of Thrones, which oh, okay. is a BBC show called Out of Her Mind. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I, I I haven't seen it. I don't know that one either. So, I guess. And if you want to s-
1: oh, go for it,
2: if you want to see a picture of him, uh, I sent it into the general text channel. And uh, I am very curious to hear what this moral of the story is from Frank.
1: Moral of the story, fuck the new Captain America. Also, oh my yes. god.
2: That's the no. first picture that comes up in Google, by the way.
0: Oh god, that's what? not
1: flattering. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Is it the shitty one with this grin? Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, which one is the shitty Nah, one? there's no way that's his face. Which one is that? There's no way that's his face. <laughs> Let's make
2: Joffrey Captain America.
0: They had to have done something to that. Oh no, that's his face. Oh no, poor guy. A <laughs> poor man. Poor guy. Anywho. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Oh boy, I feel bad for the guy. Um. Yes. Anywho. Um. Let's get back into that. Hold on. I got one line left, guys, and then we can get into uh, theories. The Flag Smashers escape by airplane while one member buys them time, fighting the Power Brokers' minions. Wilson suggests they visit an imprisoned uh, Zemo in Berlin to gather intelligence on the Flag Smashers. Um, this guy didn't need to stay behind. Like, he could have just knocked down that telephone pole and... Yeah. And just jumped on the onto the blade. Oh, yeah, absolutely! Yeah, you didn't need to stay behind. You tr- stopped them in the tracks. Like that's all you needed to do. But I think that was one of those since we didn't get to see that team
3: work too much together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had like what like the street fight in the first episode, and then the the truck fight, and then them hanging out at that place where they said one world, one skin, or whatever they said. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just the writers like solidifying like these these guys are a team. They're willing to die for each other, that kind of corny trope. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, you could be a super soldier all you want, but like bullets, nothing stops bullets. <laughs> the guys like he didn't even get a chance to throw a punch. He just right? ran into the gunfire like an idiot. I don't
1: know. Uh, I um, have a note for this, Frank. Go I ahead. Have a- my my note is super soldiers not immune to bullets. Yeah. Use bullets.
0: <laughs> exactly. Use bullets. That's pretty much it. <laughs> use bullets. Oh boy, anybody want to add anything else to the episode before we uh, close out this segment of the show? Sure. I'm
3: I'm mo- I'm so more much more excited after this episode to see um, the development of Carly and yeah. uh, specifically her, like her group. I'm curious to see what other people bring to the table in her group. Um, But at the same time, like she seems like she's, they're definitely giving her more. I don't know if they're going to groom her for other roles um, or not other roles, but other movies later down the line. Um, But yeah, I would, I would love to see more of Carly and and see what she's, she's got going under the hood, I guess. Okay. I mean, that sounded kind of gross. I, hey, dirty. I yeah, mean, yeah. as far as like her, her, you get to see her, like what her, her character mental, grows like, into. Yeah. And yeah. she, she has a definite love for her group of dudes um, and obviously can kick ass. So, yeah. you know,
0: yeah, just looking forward to that. Okay. Frank, anything you wanted to add?
1: Did we miss like the very, very, very last bit of the episode with like them going to the loony bin? Yeah, there was that part. Because I, I was gonna say, I was like, wait, we didn't talk about the last two notes that I had, which is buddy cop comedy coming up, and then to the loony bin we go.
0: What do you mean? Like, I just, right? if I recall correctly, I just see them, uh, saying, "Hey, we we gotta go see Zemo in Berlin. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry, I miss I missed you saying that. Then apparently, yeah, no. Um, as I said at the top of the episode, like this episode was much better than episode 1 this was a lot more hey this is what the plot's going to be let's just jump on into it um i like to see where some of these characters are going like again carly i think is going to be a pivotal character in the plot um not only for her group but for um falcon and the winter soldier i do see them like teaming up a little bit and then maybe by the end of it like one of those, like, hey, let's do a ceasefire, figure this shit out together, and then at the end of it, like, we can duke it out or, like, we'll go on our merry ways and we'll just be chasing you, like, forever, like, loop in the third or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do, like, I'm, I'm interested to see Carly's character. I do really want to see Isaiah, like, get some justice. Like, I really do. Like, his character, to me, really stood out a lot. Um, so I really hope that they do something there other than just kind of just showing him off and then just, like, leaving him in the darkness. Like, that's... I There's no way they don't bring him back in some sort of capacity. Uh, other than that, again, you you said you nailed it. Like, the, the chemistry between Falcon and Winter Soldier and Bucky is just... Oh, it's so good. It is so dang good. And I, I cannot look, like... Because most of the, like, clips for, like, the trailer for the show... I've already been shown off in these first two episodes some like all the comedy bits and everything like yep. that they've shown have already passed so i'm really looking forward to seeing the comedy bits that they have lined up for the rest of it uh as well as just kind of just the general plot of the show so okay that's that's where i'm at
0: cool um christian anything you wanted to add
2: yes i agree with frank and travail 100 percent. this show is like super fascinating and for me this is um which available said as well is with with carly her being this like morally ambiguous antagonist like, has its hooks in me like it's she's like set to be like one of my favorite mcu villains um and then a note on zemo that i have is that i love that the mcu takes its vill- villains from its previous films and it like reintroduces them in hopefully like unique and interesting ways i think that Zemo might have to help out a little bit, uh, with Sam and Bucky, and then like that's gonna be exciting to watch. Um, and then my last note is that uh Bucky reading The Hobbit in nineteen thirty seven yeah. is very is very is very nerdy and we stan our nerdy boys.
0: That's that we do, that
1: we do. Yeah, and that big three that joke. Part. Go for go for it, go for it.
3: Yeah, I almost forgot about that part that that part, and also um, one last note about jokes. Um, when he calls Bucky the White Panther, and oh, Bucky yeah. gets super defensive, he
0: was like, it's "No, a white thing, a white wolf." Oh yeah, <laughs> white wolf. Yeah, fuck, I forgot
3: about <laughs> Jesus, oh, I laughed so hard. But anyway,
1: yeah, I forgot that we didn't even bring up the joke, the the reoccurring joke of the episode, which was the big three: the androids, aliens, and wizards.
0: True. This is true,
1: and it's like. Wizards don't exist, and then he's like, well, what about uh, Doctor Strange? He's a warlock. He doesn't have a hat.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. A,
1: like, man, that, that got to me. As, a, like, a and d like, hit, like player, like, that got to me. That was good.
0: That was really good. The, the comedy between the two, just, a, like, the overall relationship, like we've said uh, this past episode, these two are, as much as they hate to admit it, they're best friends. Like, come on. There's yeah. no way that you're telling me you guys don't hang out on the weekends and just have a beer, you know? Like, I want a rom com with the two. Yeah, I, I would love that. I, I would also like, well, I guess this is kind of like Lethal Weapon. Uh, you know, kind of, sort of, not really. I would like just a, le- a Lethal Weapon movie with these two. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was like my second to last note buddy comedy or buddy cop comedy coming up like that's that's yeah. what this show is looking like and i'm I, i'm all for it I'm exactly here for it exactly but um yeah no i also last note i guess or shit i actually lost it so never mind
0: okay well now it's time that we talk about some theories guys what do we think is going to happen with this show what do we think is going to happen in the future of the mcu what do we think is going to happen in general um I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm going to just merely glance over at Christian. I might have some writing credits for Spider-Man 3, but oh I can't confirm God. this. <laughs> I can't confirm this. I might have some writing credits, but we'll see. We'll see if John Watts what? is a real man. That's all I got to say. Um, do you guys have anything you want to add? Or any theories you want to introduce? Frank?
1: Um, I feel like I've kind of gone through what I've, hope the show will go i hope that the Car- like carly will come back to a bigger be a play a bigger role in the whole show and they won't like hopefully kill her off quickly okay. um i hope that she does become one of those like temporary allies and then at the end like okay are you our friend or are you going to join us do you see it from our point of view or are you still hey pre-blip let's v- viva la re- revolution like mm-hmm. so i i really hope that um it is one of those things that like by the end of the episode, she's just kind of like they go their separate ways without them bringing her in just because like, hey, you help us out. We'll help you out by not like totally screwing you over and bringing you in. Like just go live a better life. Um, as for the Young Avengers kind of piece, I don't know too much about Young Avengers in order to give really a good educated opinion or guess there. But it'd be really freaking cool to see something like that, especially be that like that be the next Avengers movie. That would be pretty freaking rad. Um, and then the last one again, Isaiah, fucking come back, give give Falcon the shield at the very end. Be like, no, you are what I never was. You are the new Captain America. Damn. Like that's 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 what I want. That's what I want right there. That'd be pretty dope. But, um, I have a question here. Yes. Do we do
2: we think Walker is going to be redeemed in some way? Like hell
0: no, no,
2: yeah,
1: Fuck that man.
0: I think Walker is probably going to give up the shield, and he's going to be like, I can't be the man that Steve was. I can't be what he, I can't be the the poster boy for the USA, because if. I, the current way that he's acting is definitely not the poster boy of what the USA wants. It's what the poster, it's the poster boy of what the USA is. If that makes sense. Travail, any theories? Um, Jumping off that theory, I think as opposed
3: to like killing off Walker or anything like that. Yeah, he will, he will step down, but I think it might be one of those things where he gets caught being a little shady um or cutting corners and then you know in true government fashion they'll be like yeah we just can't have you in the spotlight and just kind of he'll he'll go away until he's used at some at some point um because yeah as as um maybe Christian pointed out uh the MCU likes revisiting its its past baddies uh, specifically the, the guy that was in the plane that was fighting um, um, Bucky, I think. Um, he was uh, the UFC star. Um, he was in Winter Soldier. He got beat up in the first like five minutes of Winter Soldier, um, and they brought him back. It was pretty cool. Um, and I kind of, sort of um, bridging that into Carly, and my hopes for Carly is that um, essentially they let her go do her thing and sort of be a freelancer, um, but yeah, like a sometimes ally type thing. Um, because I, as far as um, Marvel in general, the thing that I've always loved about a lot of the Marvel villains is that yeah, sure you have like an obvious baddie, um, a person who's irredeemable, a person who's been bad from to their core, but then you also have um, somebody who's like a Magneto who wants good for his people. And is willing to do whatever for his people. Um, and even if that means, like, making a big old asteroid, you know, something like that. Like, maybe Carly isn't that level, definitely isn't that level of power. But, um, yeah, for her to have her own agency in the whole thing and not just be enveloped into the whole um, Shield's after Shield's um, Avengers loop. But to be out there is, like, you know... A lone wolf in some
1: ways. Okay, um, can I pose you a question? Take, go ahead. Can I pose you a question here? Yes. Do you think Marvel's more than likely, or more than likely go down one of these two routes with Walker? Because I, I didn't get to touch on him, so I'll, instead of me talking about it, I'm going to pose you to uh, everybody a question. Will they kill him off in which he's like, oh shit, I've done a bad thing, I'm going to go self-sacrifice myself trope? Oh. Or... They f- He steps down or is fired because of some morally ambiguous bullshit that he does. And then he comes back and becomes the villain of a mainstay movie, say, Young Avengers.
0: Mm. Oh, fuck. That's really... I think the second
3: one would be way more interesting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, they, if they're if they like, yo, hey, um, you're kind of a shithead. Turn your badge and your gun type deal. Um, and then he's just all hurt and goes with his his friend who we've totally uh glazed over because he's he hasn't had any role, Battlestar, I think was his name. Um he and Battlestar sort of like drift off into the ether and then eventually um get picked up by, I don't know, New Hydra um slash Zemo um or somebody else. That would be that would be super cool. That's that was actually a good a good thought. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. Can we assume that Zemo is going to be released? Not released, probably broken. He breaks out of jail?
2: No, I think he goes to help out the two, Bucky and Sam.
0: Okay.
1: I think, yeah, I I was going to say, I think it's going to be like a Silence of the Lambs type of deal where he's behind the cage giving him hints to find the bad guys. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay. Um, Frank, to answer your question, I think... uh, I hope that it's option two, but it's probably going to be option one.
2: No, it won't be. There's no way. It can't be. <laughs> Listen, sir. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm,
3: I'm on the side of Christian.
2: That is so antithetical to everything the show is like trying to do with its like all of its undertones.
1: It just does not fit. There's you no me, way. But, you me, you but here's me? the thing. They've already done it. They've already done it with the bad, the bad guy super soldier who's like, "I'm going to push over this light pole and I'm going to stand here instead of running towards the plane because I have super speed." Like they, I can totally see them going with option one.
0: I see it too, but I think Marvel's evolved from that type of thinking, where like Kevin Feige has planned out what we hope the next 20 years of MCU <laughs> MCU movies and content. So I think while, yeah, I could see option one happening. I'm, I'm flip off flip flopping here. I'm going to go with option two. Cause like he, I'm sure he's got plans for him in the future.
1: Yeah. I, so I usually with my podcast, um, I play devil's advocate and I always go with the other one. I I totally can see option two happening. I honestly think that option two will happen. I will stand with option one just because like, I do think that they have learned from previous, like not necessarily previous movies, but just movies in general and how to like keep a continuous train rolling. I still think that this could be like this, this story is going to be open shut one. You're not going to get a season two like per se. Because I think that this movie serves as a point to lead to another, or this show leads to another movie. So I think this is going to be a clear, like, beginning, end, and whatever character we don't, like, aren't going to use for the future, we're just going to get rid of. And, like, I can totally see them using Walker in the future, but at the same time, I could totally see them just dumping him here and saying, calling it a day. So, especially because of the fact that he went after Captain, like, the, you guys said he went after Captain America's spot at the beginning, like, of, like, when they first started this. So, I could see him being like, hey, we're going to give you the role, but it's not the role that you think it is, and it's just going to end there. Yeah. So. Listen, Frank,
2: if Walker is redeemed and Carly isn't, I will fucking riot.
1: I'll be right next and, to you.
2: And by that, I mean I'll send, like, one
1: tweet that'll get, like, two likes. <laughs> 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 I will be right next to you. Yeah, no, I'd ride if, if that happens.
0: So, the reason why I had asked about um, Zemo being either released or he breaks out of prison is because I can see if he does go, well, if Marvel does go with option two there, I could see him and Zemo like teaming up and being on the same side of the cause of Zemo's cause, I guess, where he gets let's let's I'm gonna give you a, a little the way I see things going where he gets his ass kicked again by this group the flag smashers and he's like all right guys I think it's time for me to get the super soldier serum like right, come on let's do it and the U.S. government is like let's slow your roll you're not really there yet and he gets upset about it and he turns into the villain of the story and the u.s government is like no get the fuck out of here we don't want you as captain america turn in your shield and your helmet i guess and um he goes to zemo and zemo gives him what he wants and they're working on the same side
1: so you forgot turn in your shield your helmet and your tight pants because Boy oh boy! Or those you're hands right. Type. You're right.
0: You're right. My apologies. And you're, yeah. uh, uh, and also the the, the uh, drum Pinstrap. Just kidding. Well, I was going to say the marching <laughs> the marching band outfit.
1: Oh man! Oh,
2: oh, it does look like a marching band outfit. <laughs> it, yes, it, it does. does right. Now that you say it, fuck.
1: <laughs> God. Right. Um, the only thing that I could say no about that whole theory is the fact that uh, Zima like. So Falcon and Winter Sol- and Bucky are gonna go see him to get his opinion and how to find whoever the heck they're looking for. I think the fact that I mean, unless you make Zemo the the ultimate villain of whatever that they're building up to be, and rather than Walker and Walker be like a lackey of Zemo, I can see that. But I don't see Walker being side by side with Zemo and Walker being the main bad guy because Not Zemo yet. would be like, "Hey, I like I." helped, like, I have better knowledge of everything than you do. You're just kind of like, you're player two. Yes. Like, no.
0: I agree with, with exactly what you just said. I think he's going to be, like, his his top henchman, if you will. Yeah.
1: It's going to be Robin to Batman. Yeah. I like Robin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Robin's, Robin's good. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. Okay.
0: With that being said, do we have any more theories that we want to toss out here before we end the show?
3: Oh, um in all of the ads um peggy's uh, granddaughter yep. right her granddaughter oh,
2: that's right, Sharon
3: shows up all the time um and they they hint that you know it's a new Sharon it's a new agent forty seven forty eight something like that she's agent something. Um, I'm, I, yeah. When are they going to bring her in? I want her in, um, and doing some cool stuff and kick assery, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I'm just curious to see how they'll, like, they'll use her.
0: I think they'll bring her in, in the next episode since they're yeah. working by themselves. They need all the help they can get. True.
3: And the timeline is this. So this is post, um, shield, correct? Yes. And so I don't know. For those who have watched Agents of Shield, um, there's kind of like a there's kind of like a pseudo Shield that comes up. Um, I wonder if she she partnered with them um, because they seemed less uh, government led and more like, hey, we're we're working with duct tape and, and sticks here, um, that kind of thing. And I'm wondering if that if that plays in, into it, um, like post blip. Shield is like a third of its power of what it used to be um and agents are just kind of scattered all over the place trying to do the best they can and she's one of those those kind of those kind of people
0: huh I don't know just a theory could be <laughs> yeah Frank any more theories
1: no, I, and I don't I haven't watched Agents of Shield or um the spin-off uh, Agent Carter. I or not spin-off, but I haven't watched either Agent Carter or Agents of Shield, so I I cannot talk. I'd just be handing you shit on in my hand if I talked about it. So
0: Oh, well, you gave us gold before. Fuck face McGee. I so.
1: I <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll okay. I'll stick with gold for for now, okay. you know. Why why ruin it?
0: <laughs> okay. Cool. Um with that being said, Let's do some plugs. Christian, where could people find you?
1: Yeah,
2: uh, it's in one of the corners down below. I think this way.
0: That's right. Uh, you can follow me at ISO
2: Christian. Um, I'm debuting the pink hair tomorrow on the penultimate conquest as well on the Attack on Titan show because we reached affiliate on Twitch and I dyed my hair like Yuji from Jujutsu Kaizen. So. Oh, and also my Twitch is the same at ISO Christian. Cool. Keep up with me.
0: Travail, where could people find you?
3: Uh, Pretty much at Travailian. Um I'm also on PSN is it at Trevelyan. I play Destiny all the time. Yes, sir. But, you know, if you want to join up, squad up, fire team, kick some space wizard ass with me. That'd be dope. My takes on uh Twitter are uh lukewarm to hot from time to time. Um so you know, yeah,
0: drop in. That's two of the big three. You got aliens and wizards. Yes, I do, I do. Kicking ass, cool. <laughs> Frank, where can people find you?
1: Uh, people can find me at frankfurter underscore on Twitter, frankfurter on Twitch. Uh, and, uh, you can find me talking my ass off about anime on Baka and co podcast. I would say skip the first few episodes. They're very rough. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's just four friends just who love anime, just talking about anime. Like we, we basically just review a season of a show each week or each two weeks. We've had a little bit of scheduling and conflicts this past month or so, so we've only done one in the past month. Okay. But we have a good time. It's fun. Okay, cool. Um,
0: this week, our content lineup is pretty secured, I think, as of right now. We have uh, later tonight, we have Tessa playing some Souls. I b- want to say it's Dark Souls. It could be Born. I don't... Uh, I don't know, man. Cool. Soulsborn, a Soulsborn game. Let's stick with that. Uh, I believe she's playing at nine o'clock, which is in thirty minutes. Um, tomorrow we are talking Attack on Titan: The Final Season, episode sixteen. And yeah, that's I, I, there's <laughs> nothing to say about that episode. Just be prepared.
1: Nothing at all. Is be it prepared. season one or season four? No, season four. Season four. Okay, so yeah. I still need to watch those last two and yeah. uh, and then I'll come back to you guys and yeah. just talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I
0: mean, just uh, buckle up. That's all I gotta say. Um yeah. and I believe we are also doing something else. I might be doing some more streaming this week, uh, probably some Fallout. No, not Fallout. Probably I'm just some saying,
2: Warzone. The new the new Among Us map. Comes That's out right.
0: Week, so. Wednesday. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. We're doing some Among Us this weekend. Well, this week. So, strapping. It's going to be a fun ride. Um, like a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys are welcome to join if you want I'll send you some details later. Um, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. We appreciate it. Like I have said before, you're welcome anytime. Um, yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a good
1: one. Thank you for having us. I, yeah, I really, thoroughly enjoyed that. this. It's, it's fun talking about this type of, like, I don't really normally talk about this with, cause like, I don't really get super into the weeds and Marvel stuff, but like, this has been a lot of fun and I definitely kind of want to do it again. Like with just you guys in general and other people in general. So yeah, you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear back from me. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. All right.
0: Cool. Travail, you had something to say before we close out the show?
1: Oh, no, just thank
3: you for having me on. Um, I'm willing to come back at any time. You know, I'm just dad working in my basement, making okay. Gunpla, playing okay. Destiny,
0: okay. that kind of stuff, drinking beer. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Looking forward to it. i could get with you guys later on the week, I guess, and let you know what we're doing for the rest of the year <laughs> since we're getting a bunch of Marvel content this year. Um, all right, guys. Have a wonderful night. See ya.
2: Excelsior!